The purpose of this book is not to offend the followers of any particular religion, but to educate people on how to think about religion. You might assume that even religious apologists would not object to learning how to think rather than being told what to think. But even though they will not disagree with it openly, they will still encourage people to blindly follow scriptures written by men thousands of years ago. Obviously, I am not suggesting that we shouldn't pay any attention to thinkers or philosophers from thousands of years ago, but we should always consider new information with an open mind and be able to question the teachings no matter who wrote them or when. This book is not written to discuss the lack of possibility of existence of any particular god, but of all gods, whether Zeus or Yahweh, Vishnu or Allah. Although most of the references in this book will be in relation to Allah, or the Islamic God, it is not my intention to condemn only Allah. The reason why Allah is mentioned before any other God is simply because that is the religion I am the most familiar with. Although I started questioning the plausibility of Islam from the age of nine or ten, I had not begun to denounce religion altogether until I read alternative ideas and counter-arguments against traditional religious arguments. It would be a blatant lie to say that only one book changed my mind, but I must mention Professor Richard Dawkins, who inspired me to think outside the religious box. It was a rather long and painful journey coming out of the fairy tale like magical world of religion and into the wonderful world that the sciences have introduced to us. I must admit that although it was painful, I am glad I went this way, thinking independently rather than being told what to think. I am thankful to the hundreds of educators out there who wholeheartedly and tirelessly spend their lives telling people that there is an alternative to religion. Science is an alternative that gives us answers rather than mystifying the natural world and natural processes that religion has told us not to think about. It answers questions such as how the world came into being, or how life evolved on our planet. Religion tells us that God created everything without telling us how. This assertion leaves us with an even bigger problem. Who created God? Obviously religion has no credible answer, at least no answer that doesn't just give rise to further questions without answers. It is the aim of this book to reach out to moderate religious people, especially Muslims, who listen to music or wonder what is so wrong about falling in love with a human being outside of wedlock, people who don't agree with stoning adulterers to death or chopping the hands off thieves, etc. Some Western readers might think that I will not have a large audience, as not a lot of Muslims think like that. But let me assure you, there are far more moderate Muslims than religious nuts like the Taliban or Hezbollah. I know this is the case at least in Pakistan. As I was raised in Pakistan, most of the views will be narrowed down to Pakistani Muslims and Islam. However, I must state again that this book is not only about Muslims or Pakistani Muslims. It is for all the people who ask if the stories about gods and angels are lies. It is for Muslims who like to explore the world and sing songs, listen to music, those who might be homosexual, who enjoy movies and appreciate paintings depicting other humans or animals, 
those who might want to treat women equally, who might want to slaughter animals humanely, etc. Yes, let me surprise you, all these acts are actually prohibited by various sects of Islam. We have thousands of Muslim musicians, actors, actresses and activists who stand against inhumane systems such as Sharia, who advocate for the freedom of women and animal rights, etc. Not to mention millions more who actually support and idolise these musicians, artists and activists.